So this window of opportunity uh, arose after we needed to make some last minute change to our plans. And I thought, actually, yeah, I've been pondering something which is on the theme of waiting and what God does when we wait. So it seems ideal to have this window to just share a couple of thoughts with you. Thanks so much, uh, Dave. Um, so waiting is a godly practice but it takes practice. As uh, we were thinking um, on the Christmas theme, as I've been thinking about it, I started mulling all the different people who have to wait as part of the Christmas story. It's filled with characters who are waiting, and we're going to learn a bit and think about them in just a moment. But before we do, as we get into the theme of waiting, I thought maybe we would like to see a remarkable act of creation that is taking place right now. Would anyone like to see that? It's in this pot. Right now, a miracle is taking place in this pot, an amazing work of creation. It's something inspired by my daughter, Ellaline, who loves growing things. And she has been learning about avocado plant growth. So would you like to see this? Look at that. Isn't it remarkable? She placed this just in, uh, on the top of a little pot of water. First, she dampened it for a while with wet kitchen towel and then stimulated it to think, oh, I can do something, and then has placed it above a pot of water, and slowly it's been growing roots. I thought it would be really fun now to just watch it grow. <laughs> Would you like to do that with me? This is awesome, isn't it? Let's do that. It's pretty awesome. Can everyone see what's happening? Are we seeing it grow? No? How about this one? This is one. This is Ellie's other one. She's just, this is a bit further on. This is just beginning. Isn't it remarkable the way that seed just cracks open and starts growing roots? And there's a third one, which is getting even bigger, which we left it hanging, so I didn't want to break it. Should we watch this one grow? Let's go. Anna, look. I'm just shaking my trembly hand. Isn't that crazy? Something profound and remarkable is happening right there in that seed. Something amazing is happening. A remarkable feat of energy and life and growth. And you just can't see it that quickly, can you? Isn't that remarkable? That I think that tells us something, that the God who designed that seed is really comfortable with waiting. He's really comfortable with taking his time. And I wonder how you are. I wonder what feelings you have as you watch and wait for that seed to grow. Uh, let's have uh, uh, little uh, examples from one of my favorite films. Thanks, Dave. Zootopia, please. Zootopia? Yeah, Zootopia. Zootropolis. Well, I was hoping you could run a play for us. We are in a really big hurry. Sure. What's the plate? 29T... Number. 29THD03. 
two, nine. THD03. T. HD03. H. D03. D. Mm-hmm. Zero, three. Zero. Three. Hey, Flash, want to hear a joke? No! Sure. <laughs> what do you call a three-humped camel? I don't know. What do you call a... Three-humped camel. Three-humped camel. Pregnant. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 ah. Yes, uh, very funny, very funny. Can we please uh, just focus on the time? Hey. Wait, wait, wait. Priscilla. Oh, no. Yes. Flash. What <gasps> do... You call a three humped camel uh, pregnant. Okay, great, we got it. Please, humped. <laughs> love that. How do you feel? It is so painful, isn't it? It's cute, it's painful. Waiting, get on with it. So, as I mentioned, we can see in the Christmas story. Uh, lots of waiting. Beacon Heath community in our community week last week took the opportunity to journey. We journeyed around Beacon Heath, taking a little Christmas pilgrimage, going around different houses and eating. And as we walked around Beacon Heath, we considered the wise men, we considered the shepherds, and we considered Mary and Joseph and what it meant for them to travel and what God was doing in that journeying. And of course, waiting was a big part of that journeying. And of course, we know in the Christmas story, God himself is waiting a great deal, isn't he? He's waited for that moment to decide, now is the time to be present on earth. Now is the time for the incarnation. So we see it. The wise men are waiting for the star to appear. The shepherds are waiting for a change. They're under oppression. They're waiting for a change for the Messiah to come. Mary, Joseph, Elizabeth, Zechariah, they're all waiting for babies to come. They're waiting for children to come, just waiting for that little human being to be born. They're waiting for Zechariah to speak. And even King Herod is waiting. He waits at the end when he's being misled, quite rightly, by the wise men. The point is, God is really comfortable with waiting. And it would appear that actually he uses waiting for his purposes. Here's one example of how Paul understands it in the letter to Romans. In Romans 5, he's talking about suffering, but it's also in the context of waiting. So please read suffering as waiting in this example, as that's what's coming in the chapter before. Therefore, since we have been justified through through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we've gained access by faith And this grace in which we now stand, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. 
Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. We know that suffering, please forgive me, or waiting, produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. There's something about the waiting that as we wait, God works. Just like this seed, as we wait, something starts growing in us. Something starts getting formed. Something starts getting brought to life in us. And it actually has the themes of perseverance, character, endurance, hope, and faith can all be built up as we wait. Now, we're going to talk for a moment now amongst ourselves in small groups. If you are really feeling not up to talking to anyone, then you can just be quiet and ponder these for yourselves. But we will be using our groups now for the activity that Christina is going to lead us in later. So they can be a start and you can start getting to know each other and talking about things now and then we're going to be coming back to these groups. If you would like to, there is a Padlet, an online board some of you are scanning already, so if you have a QR code reader on your phone, you can scan that QR code and then you can join an online board to give your answers and we'll look at the answers together in a moment. Three questions to talk about in your groups now. What are you currently waiting for? Of course, there's this uh, Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> oh my, how interesting. Yes, Wi-Fi connection. Uh, what are you waiting for? You might be waiting for Christmas, of course, but maybe there are other things that you are waiting for today. What do you find difficult about what, waiting? What do you find hard? And what might God like about waiting? I've started talking about it already. What might God like about you waiting? So once you're in the Padlet, you'll see those three headings are there on the Padlet. You can just press on one of those headings and then add anything you want. Does that sound okay? About five minutes then amongst you, answer two or three of those questions if you can get, get to it. And we'll, we'll chat for about five or six minutes. Go for it.
All righty. Okay, let's see some of our answers. Dave, can we go up to the top then? Let's see what we're all waiting for then. Ha <laughs> ha. We're waiting for marshmallows. We're waiting for a bus to see what tomorrow brings with grateful expectation. Oh, somebody is very positive. I'm waiting for Caroline, my rabbit, to have her babies. Ah. Christmas with family. Find out if I can get into Exeter Math School. Oh, hi, Peter. He's at home feeling uh, poorly. Well done, Peter. Uh, new drum kit. Christmas, school holidays, getting ears pierced and more marshmallows. Playing my new football boots, going climbing, waiting to feel settled in a new job. Government make decision about Ukrainians' future. My goodness, that's a big thing to wait for, isn't it? And for my hair to grow back. The Peacock Boys have had haircuts. And they want their hair to grow back, Mum and Dad. What have you done? <laughs> right. What's hard? What's hard about waiting then? Uncertainty, not knowing, getting bored, tempting to give up, feeling impatient, getting more and more excited. When you want something and you just can't get it, you don't know if it's going to happen. It gives you anxiety. It's boring when you have to wait. It's long. It's uncomfortable. Marshmallow! Just get marshmallow in there. Not knowing what's going to happen and not being able to do or have whatever I'm waiting for straight away. They're really real things, aren't they? That's not flippant. That's real-like expression of how hard it can be to wait. Waiting is a difficult thing. It's challenging. All right, last bit. What does God think about waiting? He thinks it can be good. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Oh, somebody is very... Uh, feeling very profound in this room. He likes us talking to him about it. Yes, God likes us talking to him about our waiting. That's profound. God's helping you to learn how to react to waiting. It's part of his training. God's patient. All good things come to those who wait. I think he gives us time to build relationships. He doesn't get fed up waiting for us. Helps us to learn to trust him. Helps us to think about what we really want. God likes letting us wait. It teaches us to be patient. Waiting produces more gratitude and exciting. Grows patience. In the discomfort, we look to him and gain perspective about the smallness of the things we're fretting about. I think he finds it much easier than I do. Mm. There's a lot of wisdom there, isn't there? A lot of wisdom there. So we hear from amongst ourselves that God uh, does a lot in our waiting. He's at work in our waiting. Now uh, we're going to just look at a good example of how we can wait well. In, in God's ways. And here's an example from the Psalms. Can we go back to the slides, please, Dave? Thank you. We'll, um, we'll go to this Psalm. Do you know, in the Psalms alone, the phrase, how long, appears 17 times. 
Kids, every time you're on a car journey and you say, how long is it going to take? You are doing a really godly thing. <laughs> and when your kids say how long, your parents should reply, well done. You are growing well in the ways of Jesus and discipleship. I am proud of you. So I encourage you, keep asking how long. That's a really good thing to do. How long? Do you know, are we nearly there yet? Do you know, even Jesus says, how long? In Luke 9, he's getting really fed up with his, uh, the people around him. And he says, how long, Lord, have I got to put up with these people? Even Jesus gets frustrated in his waiting. So let's read Psalm 13 together. Can we read out loud together, please? All as one. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord, my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemy say, I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Amen. So the bands are just going to come up in just a moment, please. But we, before they do, let me just point out five things that I think this psalm helps us understand about ways to wait well. In this psalm, firstly, they are comfortable questioning God and telling God the problem. How long, Lord, will you forget me? Will I feel sorrow forever? They are comfortable telling God they are waiting and they are feeling impatient. They request that God will answer the questions. Answer me. Light up my eyes. That's quite direct, isn't it? They're speaking to God really directly. Answer me. How long? Answer me, Lord. They let God know what they are most fearful of. They say, I'm scared of my enemies rejoicing over me. So they're stating their problem. I am waiting a long time. I need you to answer. I am really scared about this. They recognize then the foundation and character of their relationship with God. They can acknowledge they have trusted in his steadfast love. They know he has dealt bountifully with them before and he has looked after them. So they remind themselves, I have history with you. I know your character. And then they vow to continue directing their praise and worship to God. They say, I will sing, I will rejoice. I think that's just a really helpful five-step guide to waiting for us. Can I present that to you uh, this morning as healthy encouragement and reminder for anything that you are waiting for this Christmas season? We collectively are waiting 
On Monday, a number of us got together in the church office and prayed for our church family. We are waiting for God. I am thankful for this reminder in how to wait well. We're waiting for a harvest. We are waiting for God to move in people's lives. We are waiting for him to bring us on in the next stage of our life together as a church family. No doubt there are things that you are waiting for too. May I just point lastly to one critical thing that I would like to stress. All of these things are equally valid. And I think sometimes we like to rush to number four and five. And they're really good things to do. Of course, we want to point ourselves to God in worship. Of course, we wish to sing and we want to remind ourselves of what God has done before us. But steps one, two, and three are just as valid. And my experience is sometimes uh, we feel nervous about or wary of complaining to God and saying, oh, God, I'm waiting, I'm scared, I'm anxious. This psalm is a really helpful template. It's all just as valid as, uh, uh, as each other. Each part is as valid as the next part. Each line, each verse is as valid. Is that okay? All right. Christina's soon going to be leading us in response. Uh, before we do, John and the band will lead us as we kind of prepare our hearts for that in worship.